Well, how many topics worthy of discussion can there be today? There can be many. I mean, we could be talking about trade. We could be talking about the death of cap and trade. We could be talking about uh, private retailers getting involved in the marijuana business. And we're going to try to get to some of those. But I want to go one more round on the uh, the issue at hand, which is affecting all of Torontonians, and to some extent to other issues that are affecting uh, Niagara and Muskoka and York Region and Peel Region, which is the uh, the quashing of uh, the electability of the chair seat in those uh, particular areas. Anyway, um, Carlene, you were going to make a point when we broke there. Maybe I can just throw to you right now and um, you can you can um, continue. Well, John Tory today was, you know, outraged and uh, talking about demanding a referendum on uh, Doug Ford's cutting the council seats. Uh I don't recall John Tory calling for a referendum uh, on that King Street pilot project. Mm. He's saying the council uh, decision here was rammed down the throats of Torontonians. Well, businesses along King Street have been complaining that he and Joe Cressy have been ramming uh, this King Street pilot project down their throats without any proper consultation. So I find it quite rich. It's interesting, though, the one thing Doug Ford didn't touch on today was the term limits, the issue of term limits. These councillors who have been around time and time and time again, councillors who retire, get their severance and they're coming back. Councillors who've been gone for a while, like Mike Cole, coming back. I mean, there's got to be some rules and regulations around the whole thing. One thing John Tory might be happy with, or possibly happy about, and I think it might be in the often, is that uh, maybe they may beef up the role of the mayor. Whoever is elected, uh, whoever the mayor is, maybe the mayor might get a veto power or something, an extra vote of some sort, uh, because... Um, in this new configuration, it it's it it it, it might be something that uh, could be a possibility. But either way, I just found it a bit hypocritical on the part of John Tory to be yelling for a referendum when the businesses along King are saying, "Hey, what about us over here? Let's have a referendum on this pilot project." Well, well that, I mean, a, yeah, I, I go think. Go ahead, in, Michael. Well, I was going to ask you about that. Well, I think in in reference to the King Street pilot project, and and frankly, I'll be honest, per, on a personal level, I was not a big supporter of it, but that's a policy decision about implementing a transit uh, transit, you know, line along uh, the, the, the King Street, along a street. Uh, this is a little different, and certainly not necessarily in defense of the mayor, but just to, uh, seeing his position on this. You're talking about changing the electoral system, changing something significant, and, and you know, you've seen this federally. I think you've seen the federal government on Trudeau sort of, Trudeau went out there, you had people go out, and I think they started to see that there was some opposition to it and, and, and that kind of thing, and they backed off. So I think when you're going to change anything to do with the electoral system and how it works, uh, it, it probably is advisable and probably the appropriate thing to do to consult the people. Uh, now, having said that in Toronto, I mean, uh, the reality is over the last couple of years, there was like an enormous consultation process in terms of size. I'm not necessarily in terms of the number of people that participated. Uh, with regard to the, the, the system we sort of landed on, uh, you know, it was in a place until yesterday or until this morning. Uh, I think, you, can, you know, yeah, consultation takes place. Uh, is this going to happen? You know, obviously not. The government's made its decision. They're going to move forward. So I think the mayor putting that out there, was it was, you know, clearly a statement saying, you know, we should consult with people. Uh, in terms of term limits, I mean, I've always said term, the biggest term limits ever are the electorate. They choose you, they don't choose you, one or the other. It's, uh, you know, if, if they choose to keep you there because they like you, 
that should be their prerogative. I, I don't necessarily support term limits, and I well, don't think it's necessary. Uh, you know what? I've had a, a calls today on the issue of term limits where people have said, you know, these these people who uh, think that they should make their career uh, sitting in a in a seat in City Hall or Queen's Park or, for that matter, the House of Commons, um, really should uh, be made to do some other things in their lives and, and give a bit of rotation to the thing. So I'm going to ask you, uh, Sherry, as somebody who sat for, uh, I think it was four terms? Yeah, 11 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. 11 years. So so you sat there for a long time and uh, made a decision to uh, to end it. There was no decision made for you. Um, I made a decision to end it at a, at a particular given point. Uh, other people, uh, I guess Jim Bradley had a decision made for him, and he represented St. Catharines for uh, almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in term limits? Uh, actually, um, no, I don't, because I've seen it at work in the United States, and Quite frankly, it doesn't work well down there uh, because, first of all, um, you don't have the institutional memory. You don't have the experience. I mean, you know as well as I do, Peter, when you're first there, it's like being thrown off into the deep end. Like, you you know, it's a big learning curve and it takes a while to learn it. Uh, And all that institutional memory, all of that education goes out the window um, if uh, you're constantly rotating people in and out. And what tends to happen is it tends to give more power to uh, the bureaucrats, again, the ones that stay. And uh, that's one of my objections to what's happening here, is that I think people who are elected should have the power, uh, not the life, the real lifers who are, you know, have got the, the jobs in the, in the civil service. Um, there's, you know, that's a huge problem in some areas. And uh, uh, yeah, no, no term limits. I mean, I understand behind it, but you're absolutely right. Um, and M- Michael's absolutely right. Uh, the, the best term limit is uh, you're not doing your job you're not reelected. But let me get you to add thirty seconds. You let me resign. get you to add thirty seconds from mm-hmm. Sherry, and then to you, Carlene, because mm-hmm. uh, I want Sherry's reaction to what you were saying, Carlene, which which is the whole issue of you can ram King Street down my throat, but nobody can ram anything down your throat. Basically, uh, comparing one thing with another. Do they? Is there a comparison there, Sherry? Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I whatever went into the King Street thing. That's that's uh, that certainly is a situation, and one can debate it. But uh, this is a profound change to the basic democratic election process in a city that, by the way, uh, is bigger than most of our provinces. And is you know what this is going to do? This is going to absolutely fuel Jennifer Keysmat's fire in terms of Toronto seceding and becoming its own oh, province. I mean, it's not going to happen. <laughs> really? But people, really? she'll gain votes because Torontonians are just so fed up. No, I mean, no, you've not. got, wait no. a minute, yes, they are. And no. you've got a huge community here that really doesn't have as much say as, uh, say, somebody, you know, living in a smaller community. And that's essentially what's going to happen here. Less democracy. It, okay, it you don't think she's right, if, Carlene. Go if, ahead. If, if, if Jennifer Keysmat runs around talking about Toronto seceding, let's see how far she's going to get with that. I mean, if she <laughs> if she wants to get John, John Tory reelected, she should keep on that path. At the end of the day, I think there are more rules and more regulations needed on this council. This, these people have been running city council uh, like it's their own personal fiefdoms. They are not listening to the 
the the residents out there with their concerns. They're not pro-business. You have many people on city council who have never invested in a business, never ran a business, ramming down rules and regulations down the throats of business owners who are struggling to stay afloat. There's so many problems. And I think the big issue with everybody being in such a a kerfuffle today, all these NDPers, it's primarily because they see themselves losing some grip on City Hall. And that's why you have the likes of Adam Vaughn and all these other ones uh, talking about the sky is falling. Well, it's okay. not. Well, that, let's let's, let's stop, stop the sky from falling right there <laughs> because I think we've beaten this one up for Yay. a while. I'm going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to talk about weed. Sherry DeNovo, <laughs> Carlene Nation, Michael Giles, and this is Topics Worthy of Discussion on Global News Radio, 